welcome back to the Pinstripe Podcast. Scotty, it's been a little bit since we've done this together. It's been a hot minute. It's warm out. Oh, that's nice for you. It's very <laughs> nice for you. It is rainy and gross here, but it's technically spring. We had that yesterday. We had a tornado warning here yesterday. Oh, that's exciting. It's supposed to be nice tomorrow. Tomorrow's supposed to be like 60, so baby steps. Now, obviously, Scotty and I's uh, schedules have been competing the last few weeks. I'm a little tough to touch base here. <laughs> what? Slightly. It's been slightly Just, just a little bit. <laughs> I don't think I've seen you in three weeks, but it's all good. We're here now. So we'll cover, obviously, new news, but I think that it's valuable for the two of us to really be able to talk about what the hell has been going on in baseball and how that relates to the Yankees, you know? Yeah. I mean, baseball. So I'm going to start off with the one that made me the most upset simply because I just bought his Jersey is Gio Urshela and Gary Sanchez going to the twins in exchange for Josh Donaldson and Isaiah Kinefleifa. One that makes me upset because of the Geo thing, but we literally cleared the Twins payroll for them to pay Carlos Correa, which I'll get to. Yeah. We can get to that in the, in the in the second half of this topic. But listen, we talked about it. I don't think either of us were like overly committed to Gary. No, I and I don't think anybody was overly committed to Gary. If you look at any comment from any Yankee fan. Yeah, so that's not the part that I think a lot of people are upset about. It's the trading a, I think, plus-plus glove in Gio Urshela for a, yeah. an older Josh Donaldson. An older, it's, it was more of trading defense for offense. Yeah. It, it was an older, an older Josh Donaldson who's a little bit better on offense, a little more consistent on offense than Gio. And you lose Gio who... We always talk about as a sleeper of one of the be- better third basemen, like at least gloves that are yeah. really in the league. Well, like, nobody ever yeah. looks at him. And I also was a little hesitant of it simply because of the Donaldson Cole exchange that happened all last year through the sticky stuff situation. Listen, I'm sure guys making millions of dollars are able to stay on opposite sides of the clubhouse. So I'm sure that's not really going to be an issue apparently they sat down and talked about it as well but it was it was a choice <laughs> um i am going to very much miss little geo now i've got two shirts that uh, cool can't I've, got wear. A, I've got can't a wear jersey and i've got a geo one. Oh, nice i thought geo was safe i thought buying a glaber torres one would be dangerous Ah, maybe you should start. Lives to maybe, see another day. Say, maybe maybe we should start having you buy the jerseys of the people we want to leave. Should have bought a Gary Sanchez jersey years ago. <laughs> but I mean, what were 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 you thinking? Kind of the same. Do you agree with trading the defense for the offense? Do you, do you think we needed that? I mean, I'm not surprised that we did. We can clearly see that for our team. That's heavily what we do is trade. It not even just trade, but just focus on getting offense over anything else. Is and Donaldson you, a right-handed bat? Donaldson is a right-handed bat. Of Wait. course he is. 
Of course he is. Jimmy, Jimmy Why would I even ask that question? I'm pretty sure he is. Most likely. I'd assume. He is, in fact, a righty. Yeah. So cool. We've got one lefty in the lineup, and that is in re-signing Anthony Rizzo because we didn't want to make any big money moves. I'm fine with Rizzo. I don't have that big of an issue with Rizzo. No. But we, I mean, this was the big thing that I feel like we talked about last year a lot, like leading up to the trade deadline and everything, is that we're so right-handed heavy. In a left-handed stadium. Yes. Like, yes. You, we made it. We made it. We made it, it was so built easy to hit the right field. Lefties, which is why a Freddie Freeman signing would have made sense. I mean, we still have Gallo too, but I don't even know if you really can count Gallo as an offense. All right, so bat. we've got Gallo and Anthony Rizzo as our solid lefty bats. Tim LaCastro is technically a lefty bat, but he played all of six games as a Yankee last year. So. Yeah, well, he tore his ACL. So that's and a, I don't think that's a, brother, that's so a tough it's, topic. We posted right? a TikTok <laughs> with him the other day. I don't know if you saw it, and they were like, Oh, which Yankee would you want to like spend time with in, or would you want to be with in a zombie apocalypse? And he was like, Also, Lacash was oh. a righty, but Lacash was a righty. Yeah. That's I thought he was. <laughs> um, but Lacash was like, Yeah, you know, I was only on the team for like two weeks before I tore my ACL. So I don't really know anybody on the team. <laughs> so I guess I'd pick a trainer. <laughs> I was like, You poor boy. But he's, at least he's, at least he's just uh, saying the truth. Yeah. He's like, I. <laughs> I don't know how I'm here. I don't know why I'm here, but here I am. Um, but let's talk about this second half of the Twins deal. Well, let's talk about Isaiah Kina Falefa a little bit before we switch to talking about the Twins. What were your thoughts when it kind of became obvious that that was our shortstop situation? I saw that and like I know of. Keener Falefa, um, of course, he was primarily on the Rangers last year. Like, really, all of his career has been on the Rangers. And uh, he spent all of one day as a twin before he became a Yankee. Exactly. Um, he was just an overall average player, but like, he's still young. He's still a, a relatively young player, and he was used almost as a utility. He had reps at short, had reps at third, had reps catching. And like, you, I, I looked at him and I was like, okay, he can help us get out of the situation that we were in. And we've been talking about this all off season, the situation of, Hey, do we really want Glaber at short? And now we no. can kind of have a solution. And we can have a solution for getting Glaber out of short and especially picking up both him and Donaldson and um, the third, the catcher I'm blanking on his first name because I, I can't yeah. say his last name. And he clearly um, has an oblique strain. Yes, yes, but he's also massive. Yeah. Um, but like we we were slacking with the trade, we'd be slacking a catcher, we'd be slacking a third baseman. So we we picked both of those up, filled those spots, and filled the shortstop spot all with one trade set, which really wasn't that bad. The only issue I still think is with the catcher saying he has like 60 games. Yeah. That's it in the MLB. And we're gonna be splitting time between him and Higashioka who is a good number two catcher he is a very good number two catcher but he cannot be a number one he's a great personal catcher to Garrett Cole he's a great we need to get our catcher a day off catcher but he is not an everyday guy which is frustrating 
Yeah, you um, yeah, you can't have with his bat and his arm two things yeah. that you can't have consistently in the lineup. And like mm-hmm. that's what he's good. He'll come into random games and hit three home runs. And then But then he'll go also... the next day and go 0 for five. Exactly. And every time and and if we have him as a everyday starter and teams started picking up on this, anybody can run on him. He just yeah. doesn't have a good arm. It is either it, it's just not consistent enough. He'll be launching mm-hmm. it over shore hopping it all that and and we you can't have that as a catcher you can't be giving up free bases like that especially in the professional level but having somebody else there to be able to kind of i guess shake it up but we'll we'll still see of course what this guy can do as a catcher but you know i i I do like the trade as a whole i mean i hate to see geo go but it didn't really put us in a shitty spot i except except in the in the in the locker room between Cole and yeah (laughs) at first I didn't love it but not in and I think that was just because that was probably just a personal of I personally like Gio and I don't like Josh Donaldson as a person which is the wrong way to look which and and is something that is not surprising from you yeah (laughs) because I'm like I want my favorite people here I don't want to knock my favorite people out of the playoffs if we make it there. Or they make it there. Or they make it there. Um, but looking at it now, I'm, I'm still a little shaky on Donaldson just because age, it's just I'm like not... I'm, I, he needs to prove himself a little bit, which is I think is a fair expectation to make of someone. Um, Keener Falefa, I'm now... I'm really growing into liking. I know it's only been like three games and he hasn't really done. I think he's like five for seven. Like he only has seven plate appearances, but one, he's really stoked to be a Yankee. I don't know if you've heard any of his quotes about it, but he was like, anytime I was on another team, I always wanted to be a Yankee, but you wouldn't say that. Yeah. You're in there. <laughs> um, but what I like about him is he, him, hopefully Tim LaCastro stays healthy. We're looking a little bit Hopefully more. Aaron Hicks. Aaron stays Hicks stays healthy. healthy. We're looking athletic. Kier Falefa has stolen bases like in all of his years and like a decent amount of stolen bases in all of his years in the league. Like that's, that's a good sign. Um, just because we've always talked about it. We hit the crap out of the ball, but we can't run the bases because we're just yeah. big bulky men. We had, yeah, we had like three people who could steal bases and yeah. that'd be it. We and had... the fact that one of them was Brett Gardner was embarrassing. Uh, yeah, Brett Gardner was a not even fully one of them. He he took his options on his on his aggression on his the base one, aggression. The one thing that I think we're going to run into trouble with, and I don't know if trouble is the word I want to use, um, is if Glaber continues to hit well, he's hitting. I mean, like. Obviously, it's spring training. I think he's like six for eight or seven for eight or something. Like good numbers with a home run because he had a baby. Exactly. Obviously. Exactly. Um, you know, if Glaber continues to hit, what does the infield turn into? You know, ideally, right now, right, we're looking at Donaldson at third, Keener Falefa at short. DJ should be at second because he is a Gold Glove second baseman, and Anthony Rizzo should be at first. I don't want to work a rotation of having Glaber ever getting reps at shortstop. 
But in the same breath, why would I take DJ out of second base unless it's like he gets one day off here and you plug Glaber in, you know? That's why why I've always felt like Glaber was the odd infielder out because Glaber's not going to slide over and play third. No. Keener Falefa can do that. DJ can do that. DJ can play first or third, even though I don't want him to. Glaber is a middle infielder. But we, and that's all he has. But like, not even. He's not a shortstop anymore. He's just not. Yeah. And, and yeah, that, exactly that. That puts us, but I think that puts us in a situation that plans for the future. Um, I think primarily without Glaber, because exactly that, like, we're already looking at Donaldson getting old. If yeah. Donaldson gets old, we don't want him anymore. Like, we can get, like, you know, not you sign scoot, him. You can scoot not DJ sign him over there because or, he has five more years on his contract. But in the exact same way, you look and, again, you take out. I'm, I'm completely taking out Torres here. You go and you look at Donaldson goes a year from now, two years from now. Doesn't want to. We don't want to have him anymore. We d- drop him. Keener Falefa goes over and then prospect number one. Right in that shortstop position. Who made like two or three beautiful plays in the spring training. Didn't do anything offensively, but. No, but I mean, him and Peraza both, I think that's what's going to separate them is who develops offensively first. And I think right now Peraza's a little bit better at the plate. Yeah. Peraza's also a little older. He's As in not an infant. As in Peraza's 21 and Anthony Wolfie's <laughs> 19. Um, but that, that's the only thing that I question about the trade is what does this do? Cause when Glaber's on, he's a great bat to have in the lineup, but it's defensively just, it's a liability. Yeah. What are you going to have? Defensively, are you gonna have def- no, are you gonna defensively have hit? at shortstop. Yeah. You're going to have Higgy, um, catch and then you have geo hit for him. Is it DP flex <laughs> in baseball? No, no. <laughs> Um, Glaber Torres becomes your DH. Oh yeah, that's exactly what you want. <laughs> well, you could probably do that when eventually somebody in the outfield gets hurt. Whether that's Hicks, when the inevitable, or... <laughs> and then you um, go and you lose, and you lose your DH to have to play in the outfield, and then you can throw Glaber in the. Stand <laughs> should always play outfield, and I stand by. That. I yes after especially after last year but they're not going to he is going to sit in the DH spot stupid because uh, with getting Hicks back they're gonna want him in center even though I did when we had whatever our seven foot outfield that that was whatever that the heck was that was sick. with Gallo Stanton and Judge we played very well yeah because I think Stanton plays better baseball when he's playing on both sides of the ball yeah. Men have short attention spans. They need to be involved in everything. Yeah, involved in everything. You really get involved in the outfield. Yeah, but at least like you're like not just like I don't know. Like when you're only down. Hitting, when yeah. you're only hitting, you're only worried about your like what your pitches that you see at the plate. Exactly. That. Yeah. Well, if you're at least on defense, you're like semi checked in. <laughs> yeah. Um, but let's talk about this other half of the twin. What we relieved from the twins and allowed them to do in whatever 50 mil in, in the most shocking way what is his what is his contract 
three years, one hundred and six million dollars. One hundred six hundred and seven. It's between one hundred four and one hundred eight. I know that for a fact. If anybody had the twins getting Carlos Correa on their like bingo board, congrats! Congrats! <laughs> you get the whole bingo on that. No, you don't just get not, one. They, they were not even a thought. Like we all thought it was weird that we thought the Tigers were going to go after him. We were like, why would the Tigers do it? They have Javi Baez. Uh, the, tw- the twins? But it also, what confuses me is it's the complete opposite of like everything that everyone was so convinced he wanted. A, a seven-year deal. Seven-year, $200 million contract. $300 million. We, like, Everyone thought that he was going to get something similar, probably better than Corey Seager. And I guess maybe the annual value is better. I don't know. I haven't done that. But here's also the breakdown of it is it's a three-year deal with an opt-out each year. Each year. And so now he's on a team that's not terrible because you have him and Byron Buxton. Byron Buxton, who was a... Sanchez. Okay, is Gary even gonna be? Is Gary twin. even gonna be? Is the Gary even gonna be? The, 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 him and Byron Buxton, but you have the rest of the fucking. I know. Team. Well, yeah, it's, we have two of them carry the team. Mike Trout, Shohei Otani, Shohei Otani. all over again. Because you got two great guys, but everyone else is garbage. <laughs> Let's see what else they have. I don't know if they do it. Yeah, I, I, also, they have that. I say that the Twins aren't terrible. Terrible. They're just like the Twins. Yeah, I mean, they, they're consistently up near the top. Yeah, they just can't finish. Yeah, but now with Geo. <laughs> now with Big Bud Geo. I mean, they also got Sunny Gray. So they, they made a lot of moves this offseason. I, I, I don't think that it's going to be enough. Not enough to win a World Series. No, but it's enough to be, like, competitors. In what world... Does Carlos Correa Miguel go from the Astros, who are also offering the contract, who have been in the World Series the last three years, how does he go from that to a team who has never won a playoff game? Yeah, yeah. No, I, I really am still. I'm not. I'm not saying that that move was any better, but uh, it's uh, it was a move. It was a move, and that's why I was, yeah, again, we were. I was really surprised of the not being a five plus year deal, but I think the opt out he will be using. <laughs> like what he's gonna give him? He's gonna give them one year, one chance. We get one chance but, to turn your shit around. But you will never see a ground ball get through the left side of that infield. Nope, nope. That <laughs> that was supposed to be the Yankee left side. <laughs> but no, just kidding. As much as I would have liked Correa, I, I had eventually, we hadn't been able to talk about this because I haven't seen you in like a month. I had come to the conclusion that he just did not fit in with, with the city. Unless he was going to do, if we got this three year, one at 106, opt out every year. I don't work. know how he'd do in New York is more of the thing that I was. Yeah, but he's an asshole. So is New York. Exactly. <laughs> so the reason that, like, right, people push John Carlos Stanton around because Stanton's not an asshole. 
he's just like a dude, a, a guy being a dude. He's a big guy. He's a big guy. Being a big guy. an asshole. So like it could have worked. He like is okay with being the villain. But what I was saying is that it didn't work because like they are putting, if you see the amount of coaches that are always talking to Volpe, Aaron Judge posting a picture with Anthony Volpe, like they are putting so much into this. Oh, team. yeah. Yeah. Like, and I mean, there's rumors of him getting pulled up this year. Yeah. And stuff like that. Like you can't waste the spot of getting a three year contract with Correa and then using one year. Yeah. Like you, that's you don't do feature. that. So, as much as I wish that Carlos Correa was available after the Didi contract was up. Yes. Then it would have been perfect. Yes. Because you could have, st- you know, you had Glaber that could still play second. Bit. Oh, God, that could have been a dream. <laughs> but alas, here we are. Carlos Correa is a fucking twin. And now all of your hot shortstops are gone because Trevor Story has signed six years to the Red Sox. Yes. And, uh, you know, it. I don't know exactly how they're going to set him up because, you know, I know this happened, but they still have, you know, an, an elite left left side of the infield. Like, I it's, know I was just saying the Twins are going to be the, left, the best left side. The Red Sox have always had the best left side of the infield. Yeah. And, like, that's it's undoubt, undoubt, like, it, it's They've factual. been the left side of the All-Star game the last three years. Exactly. And now I'm going to guess that they're going to throw Trevor Story to second would be the best shot. And yeah, then we get Arroyo. to see Christian Arroyo gets thrown wherever. They don't really care about Christian Arroyo. But you're looking at a, a very – should be a very good – um, infield as a whole that's oh and they have Schwarber as well no they don't Na- wait no. Nationals got who got Schwarber Phillies got Schwarber Phillies the got Schwarber Phillies the Phillies got Schwarber are putting together a little team to they're putting a the team no but catch the fucking ball <laughs> no but you look at you look at the infield of the Reds of the Red Sox and you get you know um of course you have Devers Bogarts Bogarts Story and then hopefully Dahlback if he can you know he can't catch a foul ball but like I was gonna say the thing is Dahlback's problem has never been offense no it's always been defense garbage defender um but like good at first base you got one job catch the ball but like you're looking at a team like that and that's an elite infield outfield they just picked up they just traded for fucking Jackie Bradley. Old man Jackie Bradley Jr. All right, so we all know that I live in enemy territory, correct? Right, I'm in Boston. Yes. And I was talking to my friend, and we were just talking about the AL East because I'm like, the AL East is, yet again, here we are. Most competitive. Division. Most competitive division. Well, Without a doubt. And the Orioles. <laughs> yeah, but like, they're the fifth wheel, okay? They're... They're like the spare tire on the back of your car. They're just me. Um, and it, I think it's crazy how much Boston fans love Jackie Bradley Jr. Because the person oh, yeah. I was talking to, great with like no sports, like not just like a fan of the Red Sox. And he's like, I'm so glad we got Jackie Bradley Jr. back. His bat. We need his bat. And his I like, arm. I was like, you got rid of 
have the best defensive outfield arm for Jackie Bradley Jr. You dumped Hunter Renfro to pair with Christian Yelich in Milwaukee for Jackie Bradley Jr. I, and I, no, I have experienced, I've experienced the same thing. I have a, I have a good friend down here who's also from um, the Massachusetts area. And he said the same thing. He's like, Oh no, I love that Jackie Bradley Jr.'s back. You know, he's, he's this, you know, he has a great arm. We love his arm. We love who he is. And I go, he sucks. <laughs> he's old. He batted 163 last year. <laughs> All he does is leap around in the outfield. Like a little like, ballerina. Just, he's 31 years old and you gave Alex up. Verdugo's going to have to play the entire outfield for you guys. Just the whole thing. It's, it's but just, yeah, hopefully your infield just doesn't let it out. And now you got to hope that Jackie Bradley Jr. can hit. And you got to hope that Trevor's story isn't a product of Colorado, which this year's a huge test for him. Yeah. Because as I think most people know, he was horrendous away his splits were were quite interesting to say that is how you always knew that nolan arenado was a baseball player and not just a product of colorado yes Um, you know who's gonna be interesting in colorado home and away home and away i'm just saying trevor story is batting 296 at home uh, 203 away shall be interesting um i think that's a good pickup for boston I think it's interesting that they pick him up without knowing the future of Xander Bogarts. Xander Bogarts is an all and has been a top shortstop since he's entered the league. Yes. One, and again, good. one of one of the best shortstops in the league. And and as we're at a yeah. time right now where With good shortstops. Very good shortstops, insane shortstops. And yeah. you're he's still in the top, undoubtedly top ten. Yeah. Don't so, care who you talk to. You could talk to Ben Verlander, worst analysis, worst baseball analyst, analyst there is in the world. Still gonna so, be top ten. <laughs> I mean, I think that the pairing of Story at second base and Bogarts at short for the next six years, as they should, as an unbiased baseball fan, not a Yankee fan, they should extend Xander Bogarts. That would be the smartest thing to do as a baseball club. Extend him and extend Devers, and. That's a solid infield, you know? You have, yeah, I mean, we talked about it. Story's a little older, which is why he can, I think, get away with second base a little bit more than shortstop. Correct me if yeah. I'm wrong. 29. It's Story's just 29. Um, Story is 29, and yeah. Bogarts is also 29, so they're about the same, but... Bogarts does just have a, have a better arm. He just has a better arm. Bogarts is just better. Not, and that's not even that Trevor Story is bad. No, Bogarts is, is just a better defensive shortstop. Yeah, so th- what they shouldn't do is what the Dodgers did with Corey Seager and Trey Turner and put their replacement shortstop at second at base. At second base, first, yeah. And you then can't you just shift over. Don't do that. As a Yankee fan, do that. As a baseball fan, don't <laughs> do that. Um. But you know who's going to be interesting in Colorado is Chris Bryant. Chris Bryant. What a move. Interesting. God, moved over there to lose. Like, the Giants did so well last year. Do you think because what's-his-face retired? Posey retired. They were like, 
they were like, well, we have, we have no chance now. So let's, <laughs> let's just all scatter. Just all go around. Everybody and, leave. Talk when nobody, you stay. But nobody told Mike Yershemsky. Nobody told him. So now he's just, he's just stranded. Anyway, they still, I mean, they still have a good amount of people. Yeah. Um, yeah they'll, they'll be fine. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if but, they'll be at the same level as they were last year, which is also so. honestly yeah. very tough to do to any team to get yeah. to be at that level. But the, I think that they lost a lot. They lost a lot of people. The thing that's interesting is that Chris Bryant was on the World Series Cubs. Mm-hmm. He was on the very good Giants. I think it'll be interesting to see him on a a team with lower talent to see if he can be that guy. Yeah. You know, if he, like, especially, obviously, Nolan Arenado's gone. Trevor Story's now gone. The Rockies are missing, like, their guy. Charlie Blackman is Charlie just Blackman. Old. He's just yeah. old. He's getting old. So, like, can Chris Bryant be the, not to just make, can he be the Aaron Judge of the Colorado Rockies? Can he be that face? The face, the face of the name. And I think that that'll, it'll be an interesting test for him. Um, I can't think of anything else Yankee related, but, um, well, I mean, you have Aaron judge. Can I talk about Freddie Freeman really quick? Okay. Well, if you want to do Yankee, we're going to we'll just do, you're right, you're just right, do the quick, right, the quick. Right. So you're right. You're right. You're right. John Heyman just kind of put out a tweet between the Yankees and Aaron judge, um, of Aaron judge filing at $21 million and the Yankee file and the Yankees filed at $17 million. So, so they gave him an arbitration, an arbitrary contract. Yeah. Aaron Judge says he wants to sign by opening day. He will not negotiate through the season. He's been very blatantly obvious about how he wants to be a Yankee for life. And I think that it would be absolutely stupid of Brian yep. Cashman, Kyle Steinbrenner, whoever moment. we want to fucking blame, to not Give pay the man. Right as that came out of his mouth, you should have just... Could you do, been on the phone? Could you do one goddamn thing that I will erase missing all the shortstops, not doing a whole bunch for like really changing the field? I do want to talk about the pitching rotation really quickly, but I will erase all of that if you announce like tomorrow that you've extended Aaron Judge for like eight years. All we want. That's it. That's all I want. That's all, that's really all any of us have been wanting. Um, I have a lot of faith that they will. They have apparently been communicating. They've been in contact. It's, it's a subject and something that they do want settled. Um, but goddamn, just do it. <laughs> right. Just do it. Um, the one thing that I wanted to talk about was the fifth spot in our rotation. I know there's a lot of talk about two A's pitchers, Montas and I, A's pitchers. And it also starts with an M. It's like Maya, Medea. Oh, Maya. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So there's talk about those two, but I raise a third option. Hire yeah. from within. Yeah. And put Luis Heel on the rotation. My thing is we don't like – I, I'll have to look at what we have right now. All right, so if I if I go off the top of my head, Cole, of course, Montgomery, of course, Tyone, of course, um, Sevi, coming back, yeah. number five, and, and apparently Sevi was looking the best out of camp. And number five out of all of them, you have two options, 
And I think that you're bringing, I think he'll should be brought up no matter what and either be put in that five option or you put Nestor Cortez in that five option. He'll can even possibly go in the pen. I think he would look good in the pen with his high velocity, good point. but you know, I'm not in that organization. I'm not going and seeing heel and talk me heel all this time. So I don't know what he prefers or what he, what he's more comfortable with, but I think that those are two options that you don't need to go out and sign or trade people for. You have, yeah. you have the capability here already. All we do as an organization is hoard pitching pro- product up uh, prospects. prospects. Right. We have heel. We have, we have heel. We have, we have Clark Schmidt. We like, we are just collecting pictures. And of course, something was up with Debbie last year, right? His yes. ERA was through the roof. But he Whatever, just threw the other day. In the minors. He just threw the other day, was averaging like 96, had like four strikeouts, was looking better. I don't know what the fuck is up with Clark Schmidt. Couldn't he had a good him. outing today, though. He did, but like I don't know why he hasn't like been playing the last two years. Oh, yeah. Michael King also should be someone that is. Either, in our bullpen, 100%. He should be a middle reliever. And then if you're thinking about prospects, God, I can list like four guys off the top of my head from last year at Somerset that were good. Yeah. David Wisniewski made a huge jump. Oh, my he God. He looked – but he looked, He played in the first spring training game. Yeah. And threw a nasty slider. Absolutely sickening slider. Right? Like we, as an organization, are prospect hoarding so much right so we're building for our future unlike what like the padres did last year where they just like chucked fucking prospects like out the wazoo right we're keeping ours you have to eventually play them use them trade them or something if you're you're not gonna have clark schmidt wear pinstripes in yankee stadium trade him to get someone who will exactly but if we want to keep them Put Luis Heel on the mound because when he was up last year, he was lights out. Yes, lights he out. went whatever three. He went he went like three weeks of being untouchable, and then he started running into the same problem that we saw that we, people saw in minors. But again, that's still giving him experience. That's still giving him opportunity, and he's progressing. And that's all you need, and, and that's I all think, we want. I think I agree with you. If he's not going to take the five spot, it should be Nestor. Or they could even share it. Exactly. Nestor's really great at doing literally whatever anybody (laughs) asks him to do. Literally anything. (laughs) He just wants to make the Yankees happy. And we shouldn't have to go out and get Montas or Maeda to be able to do this. Yes, exactly. However, that's not me saying that we're comp. The AL is going to be fucking hard this year. Oh, yeah. The You're Toronto looking... Blue Jays, if they're not in the World Series, I'm going to be surprised. I know that there's a lot of, like, obviously there's 162 games. Everybody needs to stay healthy. Yeah. I'm so yeah. fucking glad they got rid of Yankee killer Randall Gritchick. I hate that Yeah, that's guy. it. They just He's traded him out. in 24 games against the Yankees. He's garbage against every other fucking team <laughs> but the Yankees. <laughs> but that team is going to be, and I mean, I've been saying it since last year. They're going to be good this year. They're going to be good. They're going to be good the next five years, right? They're yeah. going to be good. The Rays just like forgot how to lose baseball games, and the Yankees have forgotten how to beat the Rays if we don't remember that. <laughs> the Red Sox are going to be good. 
because they're the fucking Red Sox, unfortunately. Oh, yeah, we already went through their offense yeah. or their infield and how crazy that is. And I don't give a fuck about the Orioles. The Orioles, the Orioles have Rook Nodor. Rook Nodor. No, the, the, they do, they do have actually know. some, they do have some pretty solid younger players of Mountcastle, Cedric I, Mullins, and Hayes. I think the Orioles are going to be better than they have been in the past. I'm not saying they're going to be good. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I agree. They have, they have, they're, they're progressing. But the Yankees need to play top tier, healthy yep. baseball. I think we say that every year. Or a, I, I would love it to be 162 games. Give me 130. 130 good baseball games. We have and, we have the setup for it. And we can and we will be able to do something in the AL East. We just we can't get into that like icky gross slump that we have gotten into the last two years. Well, however, we started last year with whatever. Yeah, Jesus like Christ. 20 straight losses or something. Yeah. <laughs> or if you're going to do that, lose 20 in a row and then never lose again. <laughs> but statistically, that doesn't really work. So I'd like us to spread the losses out a little bit. <laughs> um, Frederick Freeman has broken all of America's heart. No. But no, you're right. The Braves have broken all Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, first of all, the fact that Freddie Freeman learned that he wasn't a Brave by hearing them sign Matt Olson is the worst way to hear it. Is fucking ridiculous. That's like that that's, that's what I said last week. Is I go it was a it was a, it was a fuck you to sign Matt Olson. And then it was a mega fuck you to then extend him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One, I think that the Braves should retire Freddie Freeman's number now, even though he's literally still in the league. I don't give a fuck. Um, the people are saying that it was actually a good move by the Braves because Olsen's younger and he has a higher ceiling. Blah, 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 blah. Just shut up. <laughs> shut up. It's a heartbreaking story. Um. I did see something really nice that the last thing that Freddie did as a brave was offensively. He hit a home run and defensively. He caught the last out of the world series, which is cute and all, but I would have liked him to continue to play for the Braves for another seven <laughs> years. Would However, the Braves will have to continue to have the sexiest defense in the entire world by signing Matt Olson at first base. I guess that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> I have nothing else to say about Madison. I know people really wanted him to be a Yankee, but I really never gave a fuck about him being a Yankee. Yeah, I we would have had to. It would have been nice to have a lefty split, like a the swing would have worked for Yankee Stadium. But when has that ever been a reason why the Yankees sign anybody? Exactly, more of a reason not to sign him. Really? Yeah, they literally see a lefty and they're like, "Ugh, in this park." God, thank God our park's built for righties. (laughs) Right? Wait, what? It's called right field. I thought that means right. <laughs> um, so Freddie Freeman now joins the Dodgers. And isn't it wild that former MVP Cody Bellinger is considered a weak link on that team? A weak, yeah. I mean, you look I, at a team that is that it, it, it is stacked. Is I just don't understand how baseball teams let this continue to happen. You know there's a problem when 
like I don't know a lot of teams full roster. I, I think know. I could tell you their entire. I can go down. I can go through their I entire. Think, I think I could tell you their field. bench. <laughs> I like, probably. I could miss, tell you. I probably. I probably would, could tell you people and then forget about people who would still be number one on other teams. Yeah, then you're like, oh, don't forget about Gavin Lux or Chris Taylor, who just like slips in there sometimes. I think they're oh, they're the outfield, right? They'd be two in the outfield. It'd be them two and Bellinger. I thought Gavin Lux played second base. I thought Chris Taylor also played second base. Chris Taylor kind of gets thrown everywhere. Yeah, Chris Taylor gets literally thrown everywhere. He's just the other guy. Um, and then you got Will Smith behind the plate, who again, we've always spoken there what we just the opposite of what we said earlier. We are at the strongest point of shortstops. We're at probably one of the weaker points of catchers. Yeah. And Will Smith is still like in that top top ten. Yeah. Will Smith is still in the top ten. Of course, Freddie Freeman at first. Max Muncie gets moved over to second. I don't even know he played second. Trey Turner over there at short, of course, which was a setup last year. They still have um the other Turner at third. They have a Turner Turner left field or left side. And then exactly as we said, you know, everybody else goes everywhere. Cody Bellinger. Cody Bellinger, and they're like, oh, maybe they don't have pitchers. Fucking psych, bro. They've got Bueller. They've got Kershaw. They've got the weird ginger guy. <laughs> they have Bauer. Okay. Oh, wait, no, we don't. No. <laughs> but, like, that. Could you imagine if, like, like, you know, right, the twins swept in and got Correa out of nowhere. Could you imagine Jeff passing right in this tweet? Freddie Freeman in agreement to a seven-year deal with the Arizona Diamondbacks. (laughs) I think I think everybody'd shake their head. I think they'd send mail to Freddie Freeman just shaking my head. (laughs) It's just it's like at this point, why is nobody else trying to pay these people? Like we all laugh at the the Rangers paying people, but like, come on, where are the Diamondbacks? Keep doing it. Exactly. Um, it's it's crazy. Um. The only other thing that I have... Also, oh, about that Freddie Freeman deal. Oh, go ahead about the Freddie Freeman move. Bold that it's seven years. Yeah. That's a choice. At, he is he is 32 so that'll right bring now to, to 39. 39. The only good... The, the upside, one... You have Cody Bellinger who can also play first base. Max Muncy, you can play first base. Max Muncy can play first base. And eventually Freeman can migrate to just being a DH. Yeah. But like but it is just it. still surprising that it was seven years waiting for this guy to be 39 to keep on it. And the Dodgers do have five top 100 prospects. Yeah. Because why wouldn't they? <laughs> Because they can't win, because they can't win a World Series, so they still do get pretty good draft picks. Yeah. Um, Zach just got here, so I'm gonna have to be quick. But um, farewell to Luke Boyd. Yep. Luke Boyd is going to be absolutely perfect for San Diego, which is so fucking annoying. <laughs> but like, he's just everything that needs to be in San Diego. Yeah, and I'm sad, but. Do you have anything else uh, you want to touch on? Um, we have a new update on top prospect lists. 
Bobby like Witt that. Jr. is now the number one prospect. Just hit a three-run home run, too. Yes. Um, kind of made some people upset, as in my one friend Chris, who or who like does a lot with the minor leagues. And yeah. he was just like upset that he had like pictures of Adley Rushman. He was like, Yeah, I'm, number I'm, one prospect. Because, <laughs> yeah, we have Adley, we have Spencer Torkelson. And then they're like, Uh, actually, it's this guy from the Royals. And you're just like, like oh, cool. Great. What, what it does is an absolute baller. And like, he yeah. has a great future. Um, but what it's also amazing about spring training is just seeing all of these prospects play. You mm-hmm. see all these prospects play against professional level people and are killing it yeah like you're looking like riley green um oh who the tigers pitcher just threw today as well oh, yeah, was, I've he, seen him throw. he, he um yeah he pitched very well like you're looking at at a, a tigers have two or three like pretty good guys there's a lot of people who had a lot of top prospects but you know none compared to anthony volpe number we love five, Volpe. seven, number eight, but we'll take five. Yeah, it's right. It might be eight. It might be eight. I don't know. I don't have a list up in front there's of me. Also, that sounds... There's the MLB one. There's the baseball reference one. There's like nine different lists. Yeah. But there's also a lot of teams. I mean, Marlins have six. The Pirates have six. And the Mariners have six. Like those the are three. Pirates, the Pirates should just pull them all up. Three yeah, facts. Um, <laughs> um, but along, you know, mentioning the Pirates real quick. And to go along with your theory that you said earlier, you mentioned earlier a little bit with Glaber. Um, I would also like to say that Brian Hoke tweeted about it too. He said dad strength. <laughs> ben Gamble is a um, player for the Pirates. And on a broadcast, uh, I think it was like one of their, like, their bench coaches was, um, was on the headset and goes, Ben want, wanted me to give his wife, Lauren, a shout out. He's going to be leaving after this at bat. They're going to have their first child. And on that pitch, he hits a home run. So yeah, he did because he's now a dad. <laughs> yes, it is. Also, not it's, to go back to the Blue Jays, but Vladdy hitting a home run in his first spring training at bat. Not surprising either. I can't wait to watch that man play baseball. I can't wait to watch that man play baseball against other teams. Against the Red Sox. <laughs> but yeah, uh, the dad theory is so strong and so obvious and so real that I, I should be a scientist. Women in STEM. <laughs> but, Scotty, I'm so glad we get to talk about actual baseball things again. Soon, we will be talking about actual real baseball Baseball, games. yeah. Baseball crazy games that count. Wild, wild, crazy. <laughs> um, but thank you so much for listening. Um, if you could like share interact with the show however you can makes us feel good makes you feel good all good things make sure to follow us on instagram scotty has been absolutely killing it other than me dropping the ball today and forgetting to post the lineup we normally have the lineup posted for every spring training game um <laughs> weekends and, are tough weekends are yeah, always tough we're gonna, we, yeah. i can't promise that every weekend that we're gonna get a, a perfect lineup out but, uh, we'll try our best learned that we're both in class at the same time on <laughs> make it a little hard for a 105 game but it's okay <laughs> Um, but you can follow us on Instagram at pinstripe.podcast and get all your Yankee news, right? Yes, ma'am. Scotty, wonderful to talk baseball with you again. Finally. It's been so long. It's been so long. But for Scotty, I am Lexi, and this has been the Pinstripe Podcast. Bye.